In this episode, Pastor Taylor Poff interviews Ross Willard from Recycle Bicycle, a local ministry we've partnered with at the Rockville campus. Ross shares how his bike-fixing ministry grew from a toolbox to a warehouse. He talks about the meaningful encounters they have with the youth they serve and how they empower people of all ages to recycle and learn to fix their own bikes. to the Lingolstown Life podcast, where our community seeks to love God and love others. Here you'll find timely teachings, important conversations, and encouraging devotionals to improve your life and help you deepen your faith. I'm here today to, to talk with Ross from Recycle Bicycle in Harrisburg, and we're just excited to see what we can do with our partnership as we start some bike rides uh, with locals in Susquehanna Township and in the Berg. Uh, and the surrounding area in the next few months. Um, we're doing our Sunday rides. So Ross, if you could just tell me how Recycle Bicycle came to be and what excites you about what you've been doing. Recycle Bicycle is actually an outgrowth of March for Jesus. A while back, we were feeding people in the streets of Harrisburg. So I was sitting on the back of the van because there are bums that would steal bags of food, handing out food to the volunteers, and they were going through the neighborhoods. And I was watching kids go by with no brakes and flat tires. So it was like, dear God question. Let's see, if I don't give them a bag of food, they can get water anywhere and they'll live for three weeks without that bag of food. But if I don't fix their brakes, they could die at the next intersection. Hmm. So in the back of the van was my bicycle, had that little toolkit on the back. I pulled it out and I started fixing. The toolkit became a toolbox, the toolbox became the van, the van became a trailer, and the trailer became a warehouse. And so that's how Recycle Bicycle got started. It was like we saw the need and we knew that the devil wanted to kill the kids before they heard the gospel. So let's fix bikes. That's awesome. And um, just along with that, how have you, how have you been transformed to the kids that you've met? Um, I'm in awe of some of the kids, no doubt about it. Um, I've moved, but where I used to live, some of the kids were adult and they were special needs. And so they rode bikes and they would come to my house and they'd have a problem. And I'd fix it right then and there. And I try not to do that at my house or I'd have a line of kids lined up, but these guys were truly special. So what happened is one day. I went to fix the bike and it's like, oh man, there's more problems here. And really him and his cousin should have had a spare bicycle, just like you have a spare tire in your car. So I reached in the garage, pulled out another bike and said, this is gonna be your spare bike. So when it breaks, you don't drop it off, wait for me to fix it. And lo and behold, it starts pounding down rain and the second bike had more problems. So I said, hang on a minute. I said, I'll just take you home. I'll fix them both later and bring them down to you, down the block. So I reached into my garage, pulled out a spare poncho, and I gave it to him. And I said, hang on a minute. You'll this will be yours. Let me get my raincoat inside. And I was going to drive him home. It was raining that hard. I came back out after my raincoat, and he was gone. And there was that new bicycle covered over with the poncho. It's like whoa, wait a minute, this is so precious to him. So to a lot of these kids, the bike is their possession. Mm -hmm. And so it's a way of 
connecting with them. Uh, at our shop yesterday, we fixed a bike for a, a 16 year old and I turned to our new advisor and his job is to ask the kid, where is he going in life? And he stood there and talked to him about hack and other good decisions to make. So I'm in awe of the kids that name were able to talk to them. Um, and I jokingly say, I'm just an old white guy. And so it sounds like the bike, it, it's about biking. It's about what a bike allows you to do, but it's also about those relationships you make. Um, and yes. Those intentional conversations that we mostly avoid as we try to drive through life, you know, yep. somewhere as quick as we can. The bicycle is just a vehicle mm -hmm. physically to move somebody somewhere to get halfway house guys to work but it's also a vehicle to connect families together to connect the kids that don't have families so i always tell people come out and help out at recycle bicycle and you don't need to be a mechanic the most important thing is talking to the kids it's awesome so so what is it that you think folks uh, in our area in susquehanna township sort of on the border of, of the city limits uh, we have folks from who would say they're from both spots or folks from our Langostown community, what do they need to know about either bike safety or about what they can do with bikes or just, you know, how to how to connect with other cyclists in the area or, you know, what, what should they be thinking about or aware of? Well, a little bit of background. Because of COVID, right now, bicycling is the in exercise. Hmm. The gyms are sort of off limits. You're too close to people. So biking has become the best family method of exercising. It's distant, but it's friendly. And so Susquehanna Township explicitly, uh, especially the, the Western part of it is flat. And so what happens is we have some township supervisors that are very pro-biking, but they need to hear from all the residents and from your church that they want more bike infrastructure because if you build it, they will come. When they come, they have to build more. Mm. So the biking is a great way of knitting families together and getting to see great things without hopping in your car because uh, Susquehanna Township's blessed. It's got what, two county parks in it, Fort mm. Hunter and Wildwood Lake. Yep. And it's accessible by bike. Yeah, they're real assets to have. Uh, and you don't have to be a great biker to be able to get around the area for sure. And um, so I'm, I'm wondering, sort of the final question I have is how, how is it, how have bikes changed your life or what changes do you see in the people you work with and kids you work with? How does a bike sort of change their life? It's multifaceted for me personally, my, and I love all things with wheels, but I've really latched on to the bicycle. I used to be a roller skater more so because it's so eco-friendly then it's made it easier for me to communicate to people because if I drive through a city, I can't talk to people and wave at them very easily. I'm enclosed in this capsule. So for the kids, it's the same thing. The sooner we can get a kid on a bicycle, the more he can, he can really grow is what happens. He can expand his boundaries. He gets exercise. The bicycle is a, and it's the way of the future because we can't build enough highways uh, to get everybody everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, PennDOT is out of money. We don't want to keep taking space away to build more roads. We want space to be used for the premium thing for people. So the sooner kids uh, see that and lock onto that idea, the better our world will be because God wants us to be a good steward of the earth. 
That's awesome. Yeah, there's so much to it. I know one thing that people might be thinking about as they listen to this is, you know, maybe they've got a brake issue or maybe that they, you know, they've got a flat tire and they just don't know what to do with it. Um, what would it look like for them to get involved with your cycle bicycle? Because my, my perception is that unlike a typical shop where you go and you leave something and you pay someone for something and you leave with no skills and just got something fixed, uh, what does it look like in the way that you do bicycle maintenance at Recycle Bike? At Recycle Bicycle, we were open yesterday, 12 to 4. And we had adults coming in, helping to fix their own bikes. In other words, guys are homeless because they know we're free. And so we supply the parts, we supply the tools, we get them back, and the know-how. And we guide them along. Then the next level was we had a couple of youth coming in, teenagers. And they help fix the bike. They don't have to do the brain surgery. But if you check our Facebook, you'll see our latest post. It looks like a girl about age nine, I'm going to guesstimate. She is trying to peel the tire off to fix a flat. Uh, Dan was working with her. The mother's staying there watching. And she is just all wrenches. I mean, she is just flailing away. And Dan is just standing back, letting her do as much as she could uh, with his guidance. And she felt like, wow. You know, and it follows in with the new thing about STEAM or STEM. I mean, science, technology, engineering, art, and math in our shop is equal opportunity. Ladies, girls, guys, whatever. It's like we can all pick up a wrench. So we're a teaching common sense shop. If you have a bike and you're not sure, bring it out. And in the middle of COVID, uh, we had numerous phone calls from ladies like, hey, the, the real bike shops, which do a great job, would not be able to take them for like six to eight weeks. They said, can we come in and would you fix our bike? And I would say, no, I will teach you to fix your bike. And they come in and I fix it, but they're standing over my shoulder. I'm showing them how to adjust their gears. I send them out into the church parking lot and they ride around. And now they know that, oh, it's not perfect yet, but they knew which screw to adjust to do the limit switches, as I call them. So... We're a teaching shop, so no matter what you know, we will help you go to the next level. So if you know nothing, we'll bring you up to level one. If you're at level one, we'll take you to level two. So good. I actually remember the first time I went to Recycle Bicycle when I was in, at Messiah. I was a college student on a college budget, and I had just received a first, I guess, adult bike from my father-in-law. It was soon to be father-in-law, uh, and it was a Peugeot. And I remember the stem cap uh, was too small. And so someone had, the previous owner had just shoved a can in it and eventually the can rubbed off and it wasn't the right height. Um, and I went to Recycle Bicycle and I had this framework of, well, these people know how to fix it. Uh, and then what I found was that they could help me learn how to fix it. So I went yep. away with a new skill, a new way of seeing. Um, I left with more than just a new stem. I, I was able to understand what was going on. And so I think that's one of the really powerful things about what you're doing is that you're giving life skills, not just like you said earlier, to, to meet an immediate need, but to think about the long term, um, which is really helpful. And for a lot of the families that they seem oppressed financially, it's because they don't understand that their pos worldly possessions are a lot of times recyclable. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times the single mother feels lost and overwhelmed and she just throws the bike out when he comes to our shop and finds out it's like oh that doesn't happen it's like she looks at the young boy and says look we gotta get down to recycle bicycle and we'll get it fixed 
And so they don't have to throw one thing away and then spend money that they really need for something else. And so we are the frugal alternative, but it helps them move ahead in life. And we're just tickled pink to do it. Awesome. How much of what you're doing is word of mouth of someone saying, look, uh, I had this, I, I got this new bike or I learned how to fix this bike. You know, how much is it of the, of the folks that you meet have a former connection or, you know, someone else? Uh, I really haven't studied that completely. So I'm going to have to take a guesstimate. Maybe the best illustration is we have moved numerous times from abandoned building to abandoned building. Now we now own our building, but when we move, we don't hire an ad campaign and publicize in the paper and radio and TV, we just move. And people find us because they know we're somewhere in the city and it spreads that, hey, those guys and gals that used to be over there now are over there. And then the internet is really great because a lot of times people say, I've got a question. And they're like me, they pull out the smartphone and say, give me an answer. Mm -hmm. And they type in recycle bicycles, we pop up. And then also all the local media, whether it's the local TV stations, whether it's radio, the magazines, the Berg, this, that, they all know about us and periodically rerun an article about us or we do another article. So I can always tell like when WHP replays one of their spots, our phone rings off the hook. That's awesome. There may be folks in our community uh, from the Susquehanna Township or Lindlestown area who maybe have aged out of cycling or, or maybe they have a family member who, um, you know, doesn't use their old bike. Um, do you take donations? Do you, you know, what is it that, that we can do to sort of continue to give into your work? Ministry? Well, when they give to us, they actually are giving to the whole community because we take bikes from everywhere. If somebody outgrows their bike, in fact, when somebody comes in, it'll sound negative at first. They'll say, my kid needs a bike. And I'll say, what happened to the old one? And they're like, they don't have one. Really, what happened to the old one? And it's like, well, they outgrew it. Well, go get it. I need that to give to the next kid coming in the door. So we take bikes that people outgrow. And then, as you say, older folks will age out. But that has changed. When they age out, we want their old bike but they haven't aged out. Now we point them to e-bikes and they keep riding. Mm. And so if you're listening to this and you're one of the older members of the church or the community, there's a whole new realm out there for you to go biking with your grandkids. And it's called electric assist, not throttle, just assist. They'll cost a little more. You'll have a lot of fun with your grandkids. So really you don't age out anymore. You just change a little bit. That's a good plug for e-bikes, and, and I know that's really big, too, in mountain biking for folks who maybe couldn't have been able to do it before, now they are able to, so it's really a great equalizer. Well, Ross, thanks so much for making time, uh, and we're really excited for the bike rides that we're starting on the 11th of April, um, just to do some great community organizing and have fun to further uh, connect cyclists and families in our area. Sounds great. So we'll throw the plug in there. If they want to find us, it's easy. Type in Recycle Bicycle. Harrisburg will pop up. They'll find our Facebook, they'll find our webpage, they'll find a phone number, and we even try to fix some bikes over the phone. Uh, I'll do that sometimes. So thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on the Lingolstown Life podcast. 
If this message was meaningful to you, we hope that you'll leave a review and share it with others. If you want to know more about our church or would like to attend a service or community event, find out more at www.linglestownlife.org. God bless you and may you go forth to love God and love others.